What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is part two of Dingo Talk. My guest is Dean Stebbins here at Bethany College. Uh, we left off. We finished with the with the first part of the difference in the students between your time at WNJ, your last year at WNJ, your first yeah. year at Bethany. Um, I guess on the Bethany to tell the Bethany story, we got to go down the road of first. How did you hear about the? So you know, I was at a point where I was looking for something different. I done basically everything I could do at, at WJ mm -hmm. um, except be vice president and uh, uh, I had a new vice president just come in and, and it was just a good time for me to take stock and when this opportunity arose you know I have to be honest I never drove down here for an athletic event uh, you know went to all the games in, in Washington yeah but never drove over the hillside to come here um, I had visited when we were starting the fraternity house project Myself and the vice president at that time came to Bethany and visited with some folks here and actually toured a number of the fraternity houses. We went up and saw Greek Hill and then we went down and saw, Sigma at that time and, KA was there okay, and, and Sigma Nu and Beta. And, you know, I would tell you from that very first meeting, uh, long before I ever had an opportunity to come here, I always looked at the Sigma Nu house and I thought, you know, if if I had a vision of what a fraternity house would look like, that would be it, mm -hmm. you know? And we began sort of designing some of our fraternities houses over at, at WJ off of that that field, yeah. you know? And so, uh, you know, in some ways, Bethany had a, a nice part. It was interesting because we were here at Betas and Betas had just moved back into their new house. Mm -hmm. And the chapter, they had a little alumni room. Nice little library right off the right. side. At that time, they weren't brothers. Didn't have keys. They weren't allowed in it because they, the alumni had a special place in the house just for alumni to go, not for the yeah. brothers. And I, I think sometime between the time I visited and the time that I got here, that seemed to have changed pretty drastically. You know, the guys had access to everything, but you know, in a lot of ways, the Beta House today is what what fraternities can afford to build, yeah. you know, because it's become so expensive to build things. Uh, when we tried to build the program up at WJ, what I learned from that experience was all the really cool things that you want in a fraternity house, like a fireplace and a library and all this. After you do all of the ground prep and the blocks and the electrical and you learn that you can't afford the really cool things anymore. No. The things that you really wanted in it, They're not in you the can't budget. afford it. Yeah. It's not in the budget. And those are easy things to cut out to save money because it's not a life safety issue mm -hmm. or it's not a structural issue. Um, but, you know, really early on, both those houses sort of uh, helped us solidify what we wanted in a, in a fraternity house. So project. you got to come here as just a somebody that was going to take some ideas, right. mix them with your ideas, right. and, and utilize them. Talk to the guys then about what they liked or didn't like, you know, what worked for them, what didn't work for them. Um, the one thing we, you know, we, you built, st we built stick construction. Mm -hmm. um, if I had to do over again over there, I would have built cinder blocks. Guys want stick construction, they just don't know how to live in it. Yeah, it's... Because they, they want to throw punches at walls, and they, you take a beautiful house on the outside, and you get to the inside and it doesn't look so beautiful. So, you know, I encourage you to, you know, 
always think about that if you're ever doing a major project that you're going to put a lot of students in. You really want to build it strong and take the, the test of time. And for better or worse, uh, for, there was a fraternity row at, at WJ, well, the whole time I was there. Mm -hmm. and it was called the Veva Quad. And um, it was basically at that time, it was, they were built in the 60s as bomb shelters. From the, the so they were strong. From the Cold War era, they were built as bomb shelters. And some of them still had the fallout shelter signs on them whenever, whenever I got there. So it was always interesting. But they're still there today, and they're, they're almost impossible to rip down. So, and there, it's a, it is a cool little section yeah. of W and J when you're coming through. Yeah, it is. This is Greek. This is Greek Row. Yeah, but it's, and it's all everybody. It's almost like a. It'd be nice if here we could get a road, so it would wrap. But I, again, that's that. It would be amazing. A lot of money. It, there's there's a whole difference on that hill. And, it would be what would really be amazing is to run it over to CB Hill. So you have one big loop, one, a top yep. loop, and a, another loop, but that's all cash and money. So, so you get not, here in two thousand, not, not life safety issues. <laughs> so you get here in two thousand and eleven. I actually, I remember when you got here. We had a, we had a couple yep. of very good conversations. Some that were more of you having to hold somebody accountable. We don't have to talk about those. Well, we won't get into that. that's that, that's all protected in the vault. We can't <laughs> talk about those things. But so your your first year here. Let's talk about some of the, because there, there wasn't a zero tolerance policy. Right, right. There was, it was kind of a, for lack of a better word, it was a free for all. I mean, it was, there were rules, but as long as, because there was the opportunity to go to Bubba's. So it was a more or less get to this certain time when we know everybody's going to move. Yeah, the, it, it was really, the, when I first got here, and for many years I, I was here, it really was an era of just do what you got to do to keep people safe. What, do what you got to do to keep people safe. So don't, you know, be present, be visible, be around, make sure that, you know, if there's egregious violations, you're holding them accountable for those egregious violations. But, you know, you really want to make sure that we, we're doing our best to try to keep people as safe as we could. Bubba certainly existed. Um, I, I just remember my, my first day on the job at that time, uh, John, I forget his, uh, John, Big John. Um, he was the director of Residence Life. Oh, oh, um, John Geyer. John Geyer says to me, he says, oh, just wait till homecoming. And I have to be honest, I didn't experience a homecoming like Bethany's. No, there's, uh, and that back then, we were still doing the, the parade and the floats. Kegs. And it was the one time a year when everybody was allowed to have kegs, and it was basically, the, rule, the only rule I was told is they can't have more than two kegs at a, at a location. But you can bring as many kegs in and out as you want to. So if you had four or five kegs at the house and someone just drove back and forth, which sounds really smart, you know. As long, I don't think really, homecoming there was a lot of, uh, there isn't a lot of brain power being used. Right, you know, you, you, as long, but you're only allowed to have two kegs and no hard liquor. Well, the hard <laughs> liquor, that, that was almost unenforceable. Well, and it was the, I, I, if I remember correctly, the rule at the time was the, it had to be on a secondary. Right. As long as it was in the secondary, nobody asked a question about it. Yeah, I don't know if that was ever a real rule or something that security came up with on their own. But, uh, you know, I, uh, the red cup rule. The like red I, cup rule. You can't see in it. You can't see it. You don't know what it is. Uh, that, 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 I can promise you that didn't come from me. I don't know where the, the red cup <laughs> came from. But, um, but you know, I, I think that it was a different, even, even in 2011, it was a little bit different era here. Uh, accountability was 
something that we we did do. I got here right after K eight was disbanded, yeah. so there was a nervousness among fraternities. Yes, we're gonna have fun. We're gonna you know have a good time, but there there you definitely could feel that the the challenges with losing K eight you know left a, a scar on the campus. Well, and, and Greek as a whole. I mean, there was a there was a good two years there where the women were still. Oh, yeah. Pulling the numbers and the guys were. I talked. To, I talked with Sam about it. His first year, he had to come out and tell us. Six guys went through rush. Somebody's not getting a pledge. Right, recruit. Right. And the only thing he could say to us was recruit better. Right. But there were also things that that you guys did from the student life side to help us recruit better. When, when at least when I was in school, right. I know now there's a lot of things. Well, there's yeah, there's a lot of people that that I think really worked hard your alumni and tried to get more involved we, we started to engage alumni more than just sort of coming back at homecoming try to be a bigger presence try to try to be a better influence with the guys give them ideas and quite honestly one of your fraternity brothers josh arendi who has his own company fired, fired up, up fired up um you know uh and josh if you're watching and you're in the bethany area the alumni tour is still going on so and if you want to be a sponsor of the show josh that would be that would be appreciated too yeah uh, but uh, Josh, uh, you know, was really instrumental. He came to the campus mm -hmm. and helped the, all the fraternities, irregardless of your chapter. He came to the campus, and it was uh, individual. It wasn't that each mm -hmm. chapter got their right. own day with him right. and the company to to learn the recruitment tactics and what you're actually supposed to be recruiting for. Not right. there, there's no secret to it. Yeah, you know, you know, there really is no secret. But he, his his philosophy is a little bit different. You you don't need the good guy. You need the great guy. You know, you, you don't don't just go because he's a good. He, oh, he's a good guy. Don't worry. You know, he can't pay or he can't do because that gets chapters in trouble in a heart heartbeat. You know, it really does. And and unfortunately, in the world we live in today, being in a Greek organization is not cheap. There's no. nothing cheap about it. No. Uh, you know, in my era, I think I want to say our insurance in my era. Which was a new new thing for us was like forty or fifty dollars a man, maybe fifty five. Mine went to fifty five. And now you're talking some of these houses are three, four hundred dollars just just for insurance before they do anything else. Yeah. Before they have and like the bigger composite. the school, the bigger the right. Before they have a composite, generally your insurance rates are based on uh, the the chat the the national fraternities claims against. Mm -hmm. So you know if you're a small fraternity maybe say 50 chapters but you got like four claims against you everybody's insurance is going through the roof you know? well and they have a, i know a lot of the fraternities now have these these housing funds that people are putting money into but yeah. if you already have a house on campus like alba sig does here or find you or any or right. alba z anybody and the w and j they have their houses but they still have to pay into this housing fund that is for the next chapter to get developed right. and have a house be able to be built. Right. Lambda Chi Alpha really started that movement uh, with uh, incorporating a, a separate organization altogether affiliated with Lambda Chi Alpha, but mm -hmm. not really Lambda Chi Alpha. And, and uh, yeah, they basically created development companies. Yeah. You know, many development companies help fraternities and sororities build fraternity houses, sorority housing. So, and during your time here, there was a lot of the, you know, I, we, we joked before the show started, I still have a t-shirt from the Chingy concert. I believe Bowling for Soup came. Yeah. Uh, MGK and Waka. And, you know, and that was, like, Chingy was, for me, it was our first concert. It was my first sort of event where people were saying, who's the new dean, what's he going to do? And I, I remember distinctly, you know, you can smell the weed 
everyone. It was an outside concert. You know? And it was in the right in between the softball right, field and right. the football field was behind you. And, and, and uh, the cops came because we had them on staff in case there was a fight mm -hmm. or issue or something. And it was a really laid back group, which is really cool. But they're like, okay, well, what do you want us to do? You know, you want us to arrest people? And I said, what I want you to do is press up into the crowd so they can see you. And, every... and, and then just make sure that you're visible. And, and then if someone acts a fool, then you're going to have to do your job. But our goal is to change change behavior, not, you know, come down with a heavy hand. Well, and, and the reason I brought the concerts up is because I think our first, after we had had our formal, where we see each other in, in meetings, or yeah. we, we, we had decided as Alpha Sig to throw a concert up on the hill for Homecoming. Which was, I remember that. was a very interesting. I think everything, the whole day was interesting. The the, there, the concert was interesting. There was a lot of pre-preparation promises made, and I'm not sure we didn't live up to them. We did not. No, we did not. And and ultimately, the, the concert got ninety percent through. Yeah. And and then you know at the end we're like okay enough you know guys just wrap it up but but by and large you know it was a good time and and I I feel for this class this class coming in. Everything that we've ever been trained to do in higher ed, build mm -hmm. community, do these activities, have that concert, you know, all that stuff that we've ever been trained to do, how to, how to attach students to your institution, have them get together with groups, have them make friends, yeah. have them join clubs and organizations, all of that's a challenge right now. Well, especially with COVID. Right, with, with, with COVID especially. So let's go, let's go with that for, for your side of, of it. I mean, because it's not easy for, it's not easy for the coaches who I've done a lot, I've done interviews with. Uh, I know Sam, When that was when the COVID plan, this was before we even knew, were we going to come back, were we not? It, it had come out, like I think the day that we did the interview, or maybe it was coming out, but it was his way of getting, being able to put it out there that, yeah. hey, you need to pay attention. Um, now we have the, stu the students are back. Yep. What are the challenges that you guys are, especially with a small, yeah. you see everybody, you're... So let me first give a shout out to the positive. You know, the school... Um, we've been so blessed, and I don't, there's a little bit of wood under here. I'm going <laughs> to knock on that. We have been so blessed. Uh, we tested everybody mm -hmm. when they arrived, faculty, staff, and students. And out of that, we had two positive cases, which was a real big, I mean, I, I, I had anticipated six, so I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, yesterday, we, we tested another 100 students, and mm -hmm. we will test another 100 students every two weeks. And that's a, on a random and just it's a draw. On a, it's on a random draw, but 75 of the students will be athletes. Okay. And uh, 25 will be non-athletes. And so the way that that all works is the goal, this is according to the NCA recommendations. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a requirement, but we want to, you know, we can exceed recommendations. Yes. And so um, we, but this is a rapid test. You get it back in 15 minutes, which, which is... Um, incredibly more helpful. When, when the first test came, it was some some people didn't receive their test results for ten days, yeah. and that's just that's not helpful. To that's the a students. long time to hold everybody out. Well, it's, it's, it's not helpful to the students. It's not helpful to anyone they might have been around. So, so um, you know, but it was a service that was provided to us, and, and we appreciate the, the state. We appreciate the governor and all his work. Um, and also, you know, the Department of Health and Human Resources, those, those, the, you know, they helped us immensely with those tests. Um, yesterday, we tested another 100, roughly, you know, 20, 25, 20% of the student body, zero positives. So we're really happy. So I want to thank everybody so far for where we're at. 
but I, I want to be very mindful to saying, don't relax. I'm yeah. starting to hear from students that, oh, there was only two cases this whole time. What do we got to worry about? There's only two this, there's only that, you know. No one really has it here. It's not that big a deal. The reality is, unfortunately, West Virginia is number one in something right now, and that's number one in the highest rate of, of the, that R-naught factor that you'll hear people talk about, that rate at which you can infect other people. Mm -hmm. uh, West Virginia went from the best in the country to the worst in the country in about two and a half weeks. And it was because of a kind of a, re, a relaxed, almost that relaxed, just, it's not hitting us. Right. You know, we're so small, it's not bothering us, it's not real, whatever it might be, whatever your philosophy is. But please do not relax here at Bethany uh, because, you know, we don't have an, a, a lot of room for error here. Mm -hmm. If it gets too bad, we won't be able to stay. And that, no. That's... Well, that was going to lead into, I do have a question for you. So nobody wants to go, go home with their parents for another six, eight weeks, right? So just do what you're supposed to do. You asked what the challenges were. The challenges I see are just reminding students to wear their masks appropriately. Not the below the nose, not the on your chin. Right, to wear that mask appropriately, to wear it in class, to wear it um, when you're walking across campus inside of six feet from some, another person, you know? Um, if you're if you need to get out from underneath that mask because you're in a hundred degree classroom for some reason Not that we have those at Bethany, but if we did and you needed some some fresh air right, go, go out into the middle of the, of the quad mm -hmm. or go out in the middle of you know the, the front yard the big Go lawn. to the bison right. go to go to the go stand in, in, on the and, side of the library and anywhere get that mask off because you know I certainly respect that Wearing that thing all day is no fun. And the cloth ones, I mean, they're just it, they're hot. It's they're hard warm. to breathe. It, yeah. Well, not hard to breathe, but it's just yeah. with the humidity and it being hot. They're, that they're warm. It's like putting a long sleeve yeah. shirt on. It's, come, come November, we might like it. Yeah. Not right now. Yeah, when the, yeah. When the wind starts to right. hurt your face a little bit. So, you know, I, but, and then, you know, I think we have to be really smart and practice, continue to practice that good social distancing. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I've, I've visited a few fraternity houses um, this year and, and you know we need to make sure that we're vigilant in that social distancing. I will say that I haven't seen a house yet that's had more guests than they were allowed, mm -hmm. and I appreciate that because none of us want to be what you see on CNN or, or WVU. It just right, happened, right? Um, and those of you that aren't aware, WJ just sent home 26 students for violating their COVID policies, and that's a no refund. So it's just, see ya, right? And Bethany, we have the same policy. If you if you can't live by our policies, if you you know if you're going to be a problem, then you're going to have to go. Um, not because we want to be mean, but, but we have a greater responsibility to keep everybody here than and the community. Here. Right. Yeah, but, yeah. And, and, and the community is definitely you know rightfully afraid. They're rightfully it's a, it's afraid. It's an older community. It's it's a it's a much older community, and and um, watch and watch the much older. I'm part of this community. That's right. We dropped the median down. Way much older. <laughs> we we yeah. dropped the median down, or one of those. I, I didn't do one. You, well you that. helped the average. Yeah, we helped the average. Let's yeah. go with that. But uh, you know, I think that I, I definitely that's a challenge. So, so to the COVID, you know, we spent some all summer developing, redeveloping, redeveloping, and redeveloping. And as soon as we as things change, as soon as we thought we had some, a good plan, a new wrinkle would come out. No one's. I shouldn't say no one. No one on my team predicted the, the spike in July and, and August. Um, and so that called for another reorganization. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think we're being as flexible as we can. I want to thank the students for what they've done right. Keep reminding them to keep doing things right because 
That's the only way we stay here. You know, it's the only way. So I got two more questions. One, um, they're, 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 and we talked about it at the beginning of this segment where when you first got here, it was, it was not a free for all, but it kind of was. It was a be vigilant, be be out in, in sight, but don't yeah. be. Yeah, it was it was a lot more open. So, when Dr. Rodenberg got here, it became the, the zero tolerance policy really went yeah. into full effect. So, how has that progressed in her time? And sure. So, so really, it was a weird situation. So, let me sort of take a step back. Why are we? Why did we get to that point? You know, that's the that's the real yeah. question. How do we get to a zero tolerance policy? The reality of the time was that the number of what we call have to report as burglaries on campus far exceeded the number that we should have for the number of students we had. It yeah. was it was off the you know way high, and and what we found is that two two factors really came into play, and it was all drug related. If someone knew I was dealing. They either kicked my door in to get the money, or they kicked my door in to get the drugs yeah. that they thought I had. And so, or, or the second factor is, if I fronted you some and you didn't pay me, I kicked your door in and stole your Xbox to get my money back. Yeah. And so the the drugs were pushed. The the, the, the the marijuana in particular was creating secondary crimes that you know quite honestly weren't safe for anybody. No. And there was a level of of. Um, Interaction that was really bad. So, mm -hmm. so that's what really drove a the lot decision. of this, right? That we needed to, to get some lawlessness back back under play. Yeah. And the decision at the time was reached that we would go with zero tolerance, and we were pretty open with people. Hey, it's it. Don't don't mess around. And even the you people know. that had left, because I can tell you, working at the bar, that was a. I'm not. I wouldn't test her. I wouldn't test anybody right now. When they say zero tolerance, it's a. And, and one would think that that would make a difference, right? One would think that you could see your friends disappearing and that you would change your behavior. And I promise you, I watched a whole suite, one person at a time, have to leave the campus. And by the time I got to the fourth person, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. What, what aren't you, you know why your friends left? Oh, yeah, I know why they had to leave. And, but I didn't think you'd catch me. I'm like, come on. Well, like, do we ever think we're going to get caught? And so the thing, the, so where we are today and why this is really important and, and you know I, I want to give Sam a big a mm -hmm. big push here because he was really instrumental in, in working and, and then I was able to take his work and kind of move it through cabinet and some other places the reality is a policy is not a policy is not or the policy is a policy is a policy the rule is the rule is the rule but but the reality out of that is sanctions are not the same sanctions so I might the sanction might be if you get caught with, you know, a marijuana joint, mm -hmm. you got to go home. Zero tolerance. But me sending a student home to inner city Baltimore or to some, uh, maybe an outskirts of Akron or some really tough places, some really Duquesne. Duquesne or McKeesport. McKees Rocks. The Rocks for sure. Right? Me sending a student home there. Is not the same as Upper St. Clair or Mount Lebanon or Plum, the right. rural, your rural areas right. or your it, outskirts. It is not the same sanction. No. I could be sanctioning someone to a death sentence that I, that's not my right to do. 
And, and yes, that student knew what the risks were. But there's other ways. But there's got to be a different, there's got to be some realization. And you guys have utilized the Gresh a couple of times where you've, you've lost your right to live on campus, but you're still here. You're right. still able to get to your... I, I think the other bigger factor for us really looking hard at this, though, was that it, the rule is the rule is the rule. True. The rule is the rule. But when you look at how... When you look at how it ends up being enforced or how it ends up affecting communities, yes. about 80% of the students that we were sending home were African-American. It was, And that's going to lead into my second question. So. Right. And, 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 you know, the reality is we're not 80% African-American. No. We never have been. No. And so I, I've always had this sort of perception, and, and maybe it's oversimplifying it, maybe it's stereotyping. So if I, you know... Hopefully I don't get myself fired here. White kids would call on black kids. Black kids don't call on anybody. That's not part of the culture. You don't you don't call out and get other people in trouble. Even if you're might get in trouble yourself, you don't give up anybody. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we For saw For lack of a better word, it's don't snitch. Right. And, and so we saw a huge imbalance in the reality of how this was affecting. Well, and you guys also, I mean, with the students that are coming to Bethany, there's a lot of areas where they're coming from that it is legal or it's a citation or no, it's not even a, what we were saying, it's like a traffic ticket. Right. You get $25 and right. 50 bucks here, pay it. And, yeah, it's like and a traffic. And it goes away. Right. And it's, it's a non-criminalized, non I forget. The and that, that seems to be, I mean, we don't, I don't have a crystal ball, but that seems to be the trajectory of where we're going as a country with it as well. I expect Pennsylvania is going to pass legal, legalized recreational by January 1st. Is, yeah, yeah. Really quick, you know, um, and they did a lot of work that the, the Lieutenant governor went around and every, County to County, yeah. town to town, town halls of, yeah. do you want this? Is this going to help? I think we look at the States that have, it does economically it's, it's going to help. Yeah. It will. There's, there's infrastructure. A, and there's a dark side to it that people don't really talk much about. I mean, it's nice to think we're going to get all those tax dollars. But there's that other side of it that there there's there is a very dark side because it's like alcohol. And if you and I remember, and I know we do, right? When you weren't when you were 18 and drinking age was 21. I don't know. That's a, I got to scratch my head. Right? <laughs> people waited outside the liquor store to get some some. I'll give you 25 bucks to give me some of this. Mm -hmm. Well, that those same behaviors are happening for the in, dispensaries, and, and in some in some ways a lot more dangerous and scary ways. I was in a state where it's legal back whenever um, I forget the uh, I forget the the app. What is a kick? Was a kick? Kick. Kick. Was a very big. You like you yeah. tell where the parties were and tell where the mm -hmm. you know come here and I'll get you this or whatever. So I was in a state where it was legal and kick was big and you know I used to hear to see what was going on on campus and so I, it would give you geographic locations where you were what was happening around you and there was a lot of really sadness after I looked at it because I was seeing a lot of 17, 16, 17, 18 year olds saying hey I'll do anything if you get me get me some I'm and four, with the culture I'm, the... I'm 420 friendly you know I'll, if you if you get me some stuff and they're putting it out there because it's anonymous right um, so there's there is a dark. And it side opens to it. it opens people up to some other things. Yeah, there, um, there's a dark side to it, but by and large, it's better to have it regulated and controlled than not. And by and large, it is a huge, huge tax boon for for you know, state. the states that, that, that go that route. So the last question, and it's I I, I have debated on whether I was going to ask you this. 
um, there was a lot with everything that's happened this summer. There was a, an open Google document. There was, oh, yeah. Yeah. there was a lot of things that alumni, current students, yeah. people that may have even passed through Bethany yeah. spoke. Yeah, you know, I, I where took, are we with that? I took that to heart, and the cabinet absolutely took it to heart. Uh, you know, the toughest part for me about that document is the things that we didn't know. When I came in 2011, my very first conversation with the president at the time was, look, we have about 20% of our students are African-American. We don't have one professional on this campus that's African-American. Not only do we not have one professional that's African-American, we don't have one professional whose job is solely to help support students of color on this campus. Mm -hmm. and, and it just never happened, never happened, never happened, never happened. And, you know, I'm, I'm so, I, I met uh, Dr. Walker, just joined our staff, and, and I, I will send her your way. Please. She is amazing, and I probably thanked her ten times in the hour that I that I worked with her to say thank you so much for agreeing to take the job, mm -hmm. and agreeing to come here, and agreeing to be part of the health. Um, you know, it has been incredibly difficult to hire candidates of color to come to Bethany. Well, it's, and it, there, there's not a road that you can drive to Bethany no. that doesn't have a Confederate flag on it. No. What professional, you know, it takes a very special and dedicated professional to student engagement and student enhancement. To go through that. To say, I want to come here and I, I might want to bring my family here. I might want to move here. How welcoming is this community going to be for me? You know, you know from the friends that you've had that have been here that, um, about a year ago, two years ago, we, there was a number of um, programs initiated uh, by Pastor Jay and mm -hmm. Holly Hillgardner and some others that really helped open a more eyes where, where our students spoke up and said, I can't go to town without getting pulled over. I can't go to, I can't go into, uh, I can't go into to Wellsburg to arrest the a store without being followed. You know, that's where my white privilege. You know, it's a non. It's, I, I, I don't have to think about it. Yeah, I get to enjoy it. You know, for lack of a better term, because I don't have to think about it. So those conversations started this year. We've hired um, not only Dr. Walker, who is the new director of Engage diversity, ethnicity, and inclusion. First ever time we've had that position mm -hmm. here in my... Uh, well, it's a completely new cabinet position right, as well, right? Right, and it, it is on the... It, it, I think we want people to know that we're taking this seriously and that it is a cabinet-level position. Uh, so uh, she started Monday, Monday, I believe. We're so excited to have her. Um, so much energy. Uh, we've got a lot of hard work, and we've got we've to listen and not mm -hmm. try to always solve the problem. Sometimes we need to just listen and let Absorb other people help us understand. Yeah. Because way too often we try to solve all the problems before we, you know, we're just, oh, this is what we do. And I don't know. I don't live it. Um, the, the other parts, you know, that were really, really painful were the number of, of students that uh, went through uh, issues of sexual misconduct. And, and in some cases they said, you know, I didn't tell anybody. And, and, and I'm, I'm sorry that we weren't able to, you know, at that time to really 
have you feel safe enough to come forward or that, you know, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, the, I, I took that to heart and, and I, I feel for all those individuals, it is not easy, even on an anonymous blog, it's not easy no. to go on and write the, the words and you could read the pain in people's voices. Um, you know, so, so you know, we, we, we always want to be better. Um, you know, I, I, so the, those stories really rang true to me. I, you know, another sometimes I felt like like I was being ambushed because if, if you don't, you know, I don't know. I just felt like there wasn't any way to really have an answer. Yeah. You know, some stuff happened. A lot of there was a lot of anger against the uh, security force that was here. Prior, 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 but and unfortunately, some of the some of the security guards now have to deal with that as well because they're. Oh, absolutely! But there was but there was some comments about the current group that were here even then, and we brought the security company leadership in, and um, had a long conversation with them about what we need to do better, what we can do better, and the fact that you know we gave a lot of training this year to mm -hmm. anti-bias training, um, and bias and. Anti-bias is kind of a weird thing. I think we all have to be, recognize our own bias. Mm -hmm. and so, and then you can become maybe an agent for change for anti-bias to be anti-bias. But until you're willing to say, "I got white privilege. I got things. I got male privilege." Yeah. You know. Uh, then, then until we can recognize those things in ourselves, you can't be change. You, you, you can't be a part of change. You're if not you open. Don't know. You're not open to anything really. So, uh, you know, we we uh, we've learned so much. We have a long way to go. We have a lot more work to do. Um, so we also hired the new chair of the education department. And I'm sorry, I just forgot her name. Um, too much NutraSuite, my system. Well, um, and also the, the comm department just got a new professor as well, correct? Uh, that's Dr. Walker. I that's think. Dr. Walker, yeah. okay, okay. But she's serving as both a professor, a full-time And, yeah, yeah, oh, wow. Well. So she's gonna be very, very busy. But, um, you know, we have a lot of work to do. It was an important document to put out. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. I think I think if we would have had people in the position that I asked for years ago, and it's not any one person's fault, present, I'm, you know, it's, it's, just, just, it's, just, it's just where it was. Yeah. Um, if we would have had that position through my tenure, we would have heard these little snippets before that we weren't hearing about because mm -hmm. they either didn't trust me or trust my staff or trust security. And so when we, we didn't hear about them, then they just sit faster it's, foil. Yeah. And, and, then, and then sometimes, right, sometimes the nugget of truth becomes something much bigger too. But there was a lot of, you know, individuals that wrote that, wrote their truth and what they perceive and I need to just accept that that's you know I, I don't need to say you know that's not how it was no that's, it's that's not my place and that I wasn't what I was I was right, just right. I just wanted to I know that that's something at the time yeah. it that that document has made it was very powerful changes, it was you know? and and we've added two diversity communities one's just an overall overarching diversity uh, committee for all of our students mm -hmm. <coughs> pardon me for all of our students. And then there's a, 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 another uh, committee that's just focusing on the black experience on campus. And, and you know, we need to hear these things. We need to know. 
Um, some things will be able to fix. Some things we won't be able to fix immediately, you know, um, but we need to. But it's better to be working towards that than ignoring yeah. the problem or acting like as if there's not a problem. We continue, the one area that I'm still working on on a regular basis, so we're working very hard to find, um, to, to, to get into an agreement with uh, a counselor of color that came up, you know, a number of times where students just felt like, uh, it's hard to not. We, we can't. We the individuals can't understand who I am or my experience because they haven't been where I've been, and I, I can respect. You know, I can respect that. And so we're looking at a couple different alternatives to provide that as an outlet. Hmm? We added this year a 24-hour. It's called Talk Campus, and um, anybody can go on there uh, from the college. It's a 24-hour opportunity to get on there and, and talk and. And it, they'll help you connect with somebody if you need to connect with somebody, but a lot of it's peer-to-peer, -peer, mm -hmm. you know, help. Um, so we've added that, and, and then we're looking at another company to do 24-hour counseling to help out. Because one thing we do know, students, students don't just have uh, uh, emotional challenges uh, between the hours of eight and four. No, there's, you know, we don't. They don't right. stop. Right. And, and typically those challenges come at two or three in the morning. Yeah. And so... Students today are so much more um, comfortable online in many ways. Because they have an opportunity to be in their comfort zone, but also be able to speak to and, somebody. With... And there's always a degree of anonymity, mm -hmm. you know, where you don't, to sit across, you know, it's very difficult, even for our, our students today to sit across from a faculty member, just to have a conversation about something that maybe they're not real happy about. So, but. Uh, now you gotta, we're gonna lighten the mood slightly before I end this. I don't think you and I ever had that, that problem. We were both very good at, if we had a problem, we talked. If we didn't yeah. have a problem, we yeah. talked. Sometimes we have a problem, and by the end of the conversation, we don't remember what the problem was because we start talking about six other things. That's just because you learned to come in and talk about fly fishing and try to get me off track. I knew what I was doing. I knew exactly I, what I was doing. I, I took the fly fishing class, but then I've, you canceled it. I've heard the rumors. I know. I that, knew what that, I was that, doing. That's I'm, the playbook. I heard it. Well, I don't know who said Whoever told you the playbook, they need to be... It's an alpha sig. Well, I'm not surprised. It's two alpha sigs. Yeah, it it's not the one you think. Nope, I know it's not. But I can imagine it's somebody in that little in that little group, or two on two of them in that little group. It is two of them in that little group. Uh, well, at that point, I think that's a good place to stop. Yeah. I'd like to get you back on maybe in the spring. Yeah. We'll... I, I just want people to know, you know, we we want to be better. We want to have mm -hmm. the best experience for our students. There are some things, like I said, we can't fix overnight, but we're going to keep chipping away at it. We're going to keep working at it. And in a very short time this summer, we've, 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 we've been able to make some progress. Mm -hmm. The progress we've made, though, is very, you know, it's, it's like it's like get this person, get that person. That's the easy stuff. And it's a the loud. The hard stuff is changing the culture. Yeah. And that's the conversations we need to have now. How do we change the culture to make it a better experience for everybody? Well, I'd like to get you back on in the spring, maybe see where we are. We'll, we'll kind of now, yeah. we, we've already told, we've told your, your yeah, all encompass. Yeah, we can get into the heavy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. So, uh, well, now i got to send it. We're not doing a giveaway this week. I apologize. No giveaway this week. We got Everybody got breakfast sandwiches last week, and I've been giving shirts away for, it feels like, weeks on end now. I, I got more Bubba's gear than, than I know what to do with. Yeah, yeah I believe that. Uh, but... I still will, we always, at the end of every show, we always, well, thank you again for being on the show. And now we're going to send it to Harry and do the whole list, you know, the biscuits and gravy, breakfast sandwiches, wraps, sandwiches, special, weekly specials. Um, Chambers General Store, Harry, take it away.
Hi, I'm Harry Chambers, and you've just watched another exciting episode of Dingo Talk with your host, Carlo Guadagnino, from Bethany, West Virginia, home of Chambers General Store, where you can stop in Monday through Friday, 6A to 5P, or on Saturday, 6A to noon, and pick up one of our famous $1 sandwiches, or try one of our exciting daily lunch specials. We also offer hot breakfast sandwiches and fresh sausage biscuits and gravy all day long. So next time you're through Bethany, stop in and see us.